Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cops. Ah, <laughs> uh, board wrestling fan radio episode two ninety nine, and I'm I just tweeted out that uh, you know two hundred ninety nine episodes into this show, and uh, I'm still best known in wrestling circles as aren't you that guy from Slat Rock? I don't know you from Slat Rock. Men <laughs> oh, extend. Yeah. Yep. No. Men extends and extend men, right? That's the other one you did, right? No. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other one was. It, it I wasn't know, as... Man. I, I think the Wyndham Wizard still has got to be the more famous of the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> don't remind me. I'm going back to work next Monday. <laughs> oh, nice. The Wizard returns. Yeah. Thou shall not pass. <laughs> you shall pass. Well, I shall it's like pass. Work. It's his job to make sure people can pass to their rooms. Yeah. Oh, that's just throwing Bibles. So, <laughs> how many days you're working? Just a couple here? Or uh, for the first couple of months, I'm going to be working five days. I'm, uh, the the guy's going home to India for, uh, from, he's leaving the 27th of this month and coming back on Christmas. Okay. That's, you've, done, you've done that before. You've covered the India guy before. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I I, I had Deja Apu. <laughs> oh, that was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! I am Lord. not prepared with the with the Cleveland show theme because that was perfect. <laughs> uh, oh, five days. Wow, yeah, busy dude. And uh, and of course I'm in the bathroom, so I couldn't like I was muted in the bathroom, so I couldn't even make JT <laughs> Cleveland show theme. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a hundred bucks a day, so it's 500 bucks a week that'll get me caught up on everything. Yeah. I wish, I wish I made a hundred bucks a day. I genuinely do wish I did. Or maybe I do make a 500 bucks a day between no, no. jobs. 100 bucks a day, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like I think that's what I make between two jobs. <laughs> Let's see here. Don't forget to calculate in the uh, hot dog and soda. Yeah. <laughs> I got zero dimes. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's I see. had a dime for every dime I didn't have. 18 have times dimes. 8. <laughs> JT's <equals>. doing math. <laughs> Why are you well, about eight oh, wait, I do. Eight. Well, before taxes, I do make a hundred. From the day job, I do make a hundred dollars a day before taxes. Cool. <laughs> so I guess I do make a hundred dollars a day. Yeah. It's, I'm just broke. Yeah, right, exactly. So that homeowner. I, I, I think the dude from WrestleMania is trying to pay my rent this week, this month. He's hired me so much. And like he, he he like the comments on these videos are like, this guy sucks. Where's the other guy? So he came back for a video, and I think his next one's gonna have me. So huh. <laughs> you can imagine how like his fan base is gonna react to that. Excuse me. Well, if you keep this up, you can join Walk Cool too. Yeah, here they're looking. <laughs> yeah. You're worth like all those five guys they fired put together. Yeah, right. Plus a stone cold. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. We gotta we gotta at least try to be relevant. Maybe go back like 
10 years instead of 20. They yeah. took your job! <laughs> That's not your job! Yeah, but he's the one taking jobs. He took that guy's job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he went oh, on vacation. I filled in. Guy, now he's taking the Indian guy's job too. What are you doing stealing jobs from immigrants? God, well, <laughs> he's making. Well, you, let me tell you something there, there, Mister Mister Noise. He's making America great again. He's taking the jobs back for America. He's not. Yeah. He's not. He's getting rid of the damn foreigners. Yeah, I, I, I my took. Plan was. I took the English guy's job on on uh, on uh, WrestleMania. I, I'm taking the uh, Indian guy's job at the hotel. Yeah. America. <laughs> Awkward silence. Yep. <laughs> the only thing I could think of was gender jokes, and I don't want to be racist yeah. <laughs> any more than usual. Freak, <laughs> <laughs> Holly. <laughs> okay, is this Jabba the Hutt or the Great Kali? Dude, did you just call somebody a cholo? Because that's really weird. <laughs> I actually get my that reference. Is, my name is Jennifer Lopez, and I eat tacos and burritos. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I, I was thinking you were doing that boxy girl. <laughs> oh, this has nothing to do with that, but have you guys seen the Hispanic Halloween video? I think it's mostly on Facebook, but it's floating around all over the place. If you have not seen that, it is hysterical. Um, I've got it on my page if you want to see it. The guy who made it is a complete genius, and it, it's just, it, it's short, but it's totally worth it. Go go look for Hispanic Halloween. Um, Robert Lopez, I believe, is his name. And, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. I will attempt to check that out sometime after the show. <laughs> If I can remember. <laughs> you do have a concussion. I, I do believe I have a concussion. <laughs> from, fo from folding laundry. Not from folding the laundry. I was putting it in the wash machine and like a shirt <laughs> fell on the floor. And I stood up and bashed my head on like this like half wall thing that divides my basement. You just admit it, a cat jumped on you. Nah. Yeah, cool. yeah, yes, yes, Joe. The cat did jump down you because you you didn't have any blades, so the the, the claws cut your head open for the, for the real effect. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is I have a bump on the back of my head and trouble concentrating. <laughs> Wait, you have you 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 have trouble concentrate concentrating after you hit your head. I thought you did that even when you when you didn't ha have any after you hit your head. Yeah, I think it's worse now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was last. That was last night. Last night, yeah. Well, if I read about you uh, in something about a uh, 
murder suicide. <laughs> not gonna, we're not gonna erase your existence here. Well, it would just, it wouldn't be a murder suicide because there's nobody here to murder. Oh, cats. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to nail him to G. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, even even Cho and his wife time want to do that. Pre murdering days. <laughs> winner, winner, Chinese chicken dinner. In my note, it's just going to say, mail Barkley to G. Here's the address. <laughs> G gets investigated. <laughs> How did you know this guy? Uh, did you know this guy was was thinking about this? What What did you know? That is goes well. That's all it says. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm I'm sick. My head's all messed up. Yeah, mail Barkley to G. Yeah, that that that's what I'm leaving to JT in my will. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I do have his address. <laughs> that's why I'm leaving it to you. I know you have his address. Get some more of that genuine Syracuse dust. <laughs> well, you'll have you'll have buffalo Syracuse dust if you have buffalo. I'm ready. I'll put it both, man. Yeah, spice of life. Yeah, flavored with road salt. That's great. <laughs> Let's see if our our, uh, our Canadian dusters work on it. Throwing a, an American package of all dressed ruffles just for the hell of it. Mm. <laughs> Why? I don't Actually, know. I, I would like to try them honestly as a taste comparison. <laughs> I won't lie to you. Yeah. Like side by side just to see if there's there are one of those things. I know we have chocolate bars that taste different, so I wouldn't be surprised me if chips do. Yeah, I would imagine they they probably would. Well the dot or I don't know. I well, one of these days we'll see if it happens. Yeah. Barkley, I mean, I don't know about the chips, I'll probably happen, but <laughs> I was supposed to get chips from uh, from you and Lobetsky, but they got, they got stopped at the border. <laughs> Never ended up getting them. Tracy got them, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, there was something to do with like, uh, what was it? There was three things in there. It was the chips, the Tim Hortons. That's what it was. And then uh, the John Scott layout in the newspaper right which i just randomly had in my car go figure <laughs> like, oh, fuck, i'll put that in there that works <laughs> <laughs> yep the zach Ryder of the nhl <laughs> woo 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 you know it <laughs> i was just reading my article from when he was uh Chosen to be the all-star captain. <laughs> and just like the NHL was like, you know what? No, this ain't happening. Trade him to Montreal. Send him down to the minors. <laughs> and then the fans were like, fuck you. And Bettman's like, okay, fine. <laughs> Yay, hockey. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, the Sabres won last night. Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, 
I, I, I was wondering how that would go over when you're bored wrestling hockey fan. Everyone has promptly ignored it. Although the majority of people in that group, all of their teams lost. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was seven past Niemi at the time I posted that. <laughs> well, that's just one guy, but he's, he's an idiot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he's post. He's, oh, I only hear from him when they're winning. <laughs> one of those. One of those. He's conveniently at work when they're losing. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I didn't bother trolling him. I figured the damage was already done with a score like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been part of uh, JT's Raiders conspiracy, too. Who knows? <laughs> well, I'll see they won now, so there's, there's no, there can't be any racist players on that team now. No, they're going to be in a Vegas one, like in a year or two. To, they got to this year and next year still in Oakland. Then they moved to Vegas. Damn. Hmm. Maybe you'll lock out and they'll have the same start their hockey team as their hockey team's pretty much the best in the league right now. Fucking mm -hmm. weird. <laughs> Take them six and one right now. I know that they set the record like for the most wins in a new franchise in NHL's hundred year history. Is it six they or is it seven now, which is insane. I think it's seven. It might be seven and one. Either way, they, they have their record, though. I know their, their most recent victory they uh, for an expansion team or any new franchise. I don't know what the overall history of sports is, but that's that's insane. That's just mind-boggling. I'm it's sure... the opposite. Yeah, I'm sure if, if, and if they set the record for most wins, uh, you know, or best record from an expansion club in... So many games. I'm sure their Twitter will tell us all about it. Oh no, they already did. It was all yeah. over social media. Yeah. No, oh, you're yeah. right. Six and one. Six and one over seven games. Yeah. Oh well. Let's see what happens. There's there's conspiracy theory in that one too, which is funny. Playing a lot of shitty teams too, so. People are saying that uh, they're thinking that the NHL kind of rigged the schedule to give them that type of start or try to at least give them the opportunity to get that kind of start. Yeah. I don't know. From a business standpoint, it's actually kind of smart. If they did that, I'm not even mad. I actually applaud right? that. That's fucking very smart. But they'll never come out and say that. They don't want the other teams to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> we intentionally played you against the shit teams. Hey Arizona, I'm looking at you two times. <laughs> Explain. Old, one team in the desert is good, and the other one's just total crap. Man, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of frozen lakes in the desert. Good times. Well, yeah. I know you guys are enthralled about hockey, so we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, baseball guys must be pretty happy. Those Yankees are fucking done. Yeah, I know. I know the Astros. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Well, <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about baseball, but since my team well, is going to the World Series, I feel like I should be happy about this. Well, 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 you know, you know, you know, you know the Yankees didn't win because Joe didn't, didn't mess, go on Facebook about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was on, uh, I was at the Sabres game on uh, Friday night and I heard somebody mention the Yankees behind me like I'm missing the Yankees game for this and 
So like in between periods, I because uh, I got Sling TV, so I I get the Fox Sports one, so I put on the game for like one batter, <laughs> and it was like there was no score, and then I turned it off, and then the next time I heard anything about the score, uh, Houston was winning, and uh, I told the person that had told me that I said, yeah, that's my fault. I turned the game on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would make sense. Thanks, Joe. Yep, <laughs> it's my fault. I don't know, because I, I avoided doing so during Game 7. I tried well, to pay... Well, you got to realize, if, 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 you, if you saw my Facebook feed, they were blaming the umpires. <laughs> I, I yeah. For Joe is uh, Baron Corbin's on my TV now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough to give you a concussion alone. Mm. Baron yeah. Corbin on your TV. Especially when, you, when, you're, when you're sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll really fuck with you. Yeah. Well, maybe he needs to, you know, some good good sleep. Get better. Yeah. Put on put on some Corbin. Sure. Not right in. <laughs> I I watched uh, Game Seven, most of it. That's the type of that's the type of you know sporting stuff I enjoy. It's pretty dramatic. Yeah, I mean, regardless if there's like gonna be a de- you know if we get when we get down to deciding <sighs> games, I'll probably watch. Just because well, I like we know we know one of them. We know one of the teams, and then I guess the Dodgers or yeah, it's the Dodgers and the Astros. So, well, well, no, soon enough. This, that shit might be on on Halloween this year too. Yeah. Well, I mean, once it gets to a deciding, you know, a potential deciding game, that's always something I'll tune into, just because I like seeing them present the trophy to the guy that pays the players. <laughs> <laughs> You know, instead of it, it, sports besides the NHL make no sense to me. <laughs> like, hey, these guys just won the championship. Here you go, guy that pays them and did not play a single game or do anything other than open your checkbook to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, although. From Where, a logical standpoint, the team wouldn't exist without the guy's money, though. So. This is true. But the team, especially in baseball, we were talking about this last week, 180-something games. 160, <laughs> not 180. Whatever. <laughs> don't, don't, don't make it that much more sufferable. Yeah, well, well whatever the case is. They, you're play, they're playing this many games, and but, you know, once they win the championship, guess who's getting the trophy? <laughs> no, they they no, they have the players on the on the on the field and they hand it to the players. But they then, hand it to the yeah. owner first. So well, they still hold it. They, 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 they hand it, it to the one guy. They hand it to the <laughs> owner in football, they hand it to the owner in baseball, they hand it to the owner in basketball. You know who they hand it to the players in? Hockey. I bet you they hand it to the to the owners too and hockey too. But you know, but then again, But not they, before they, all the players get, get it. You, know what, you wanna know you wanna know why? Because they, you want to know why? Because they don't they don't change that fucking. That's the same Stanley Cup that's been going around for like eight hundred years. The owners probably don't want to touch it because they might get typhoid or some shit like that. <laughs> well, it's actually not, but right, it's close enough. <laughs> Speaking of fever, so, so, having yeah. a fever hallucination right now because Sin Cara is on my TV now too. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get even weirder. Just wait till. You oh yeah, it is. Match. Yeah, he's he's not wrong. <laughs> that, that's something you can get typhoid from. <laughs> Are you watching like main event or something? 
No, SmackDown. Yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Cara. Huh. The thing. Somebody had posted a picture on Twitter of, like, they were at SmackDown or Raw or what the fuck ever that main event is taped before. And so, like, all the ring skirts were, like, main event and shit. It's like, that show still exists? Yeah, I had no idea, but it popped up on my Hulu. Huh. I'm pretty sure main event is still just raw highlights. You're probably right. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that format's changed. I see it once in a while, like bits and pieces of it, because it's on. When is it on? I think it's, we still have it in the old Sunday Night East slot. Pretty <laughs> sure. Right before the pay-per-view, so an hour. I don't know. I'd look it up, but I don't care. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know who Russell's on that. It, it's it's obviously it's the people that we'd never see. Who they're getting arrested or their character is getting a break, so they just put them on main event because nobody's watching. Uh-huh. Although one step down from that is just being on the house shows. <laughs> that could be worse. Yeah. Like I feel like I just watched a dark match that was televised. Might as well have. Yeah. That's great about that. Have you gotten to the ending of that match yet? Can I? Yeah. Okay. You know what's great about this is Sin Cara won by countout and did not get his ass beat afterward. Right. <laughs> he Does just, that mean he's a number one contender now? He just leaves unscathed. He might as well be. He beat the champion, even by countout. It'll lead to a match where, like... The title can change hands on countouts or disqualifications where Corbin wins clean. Because <laughs> that's WWE booking these days. Let's do gimmick matches and not use the gimmick. <laughs> like, let's do a lumberjack match, but the guys are still wrestling all over the building. <laughs> Cage matches that start outside the cage. <laughs> well, I know we don't usually get into this until later, but I just want to know, is anybody going to watch the show tonight who was not going to watch it before because of the shift <laughs> of the card? <laughs> I was already going to watch it anyway. But I, I, looked, I checked Reddit on Saturday. like, what the fuck? Wait, what? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to watch the show, and now it's like, well, okay, now I'm definitely going to watch the show. I wasn't. Roman Reigns isn't on the show. Yeah, I wasn't going to watch it all, but I actually do want to see those two matches they changed now. I wasn't going to watch it's just it. It's not live. I wasn't going to watch it, and after hearing the changes, I'm still not going to watch it. Because <laughs> fuck WWE. Yeah, well, that's understandable. And you know what? That could be the same criticism for both of the matches that got changed because it was all last minute, you know, knee jerk reaction to a situation that they had to deal with. Well, a couple of them, or maybe one. We don't know. <laughs> That's the fucking kicker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, everybody has the AIDS, or maybe two guys have the AIDS. 
and we have no clue. But see what I mean, happens. See what happens, what? Roman, when you're a little teapot. <laughs> I yeah. guess I, I. I mean, obviously, well, we might as well talk about it. I mean, yeah, Kurt Angle's matches tonight, and he's come back with two days' notice, three days' notice. Right. Um, it was inevitable because we knew the rumors were that he was only coming to the Hall of Fame because he wanted to wrestle again, and something was going to happen. So here we are, like, you know, forced in. And the WWE wanted to have something big and special for this kind of throwaway pay-per-view that is a gimmick pay-per-view, and there's only one gimmick match on it, which we should commend them for. Yes. And even that's fucked up. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's the situation, and you know, basically, right? I mean... Well, you remember the one? And I'm not even to talk about the other dream match that <laughs> people have been clamoring for for like three or four years since the whole like, you yeah. know, got both guys coming into the WWE, which yeah. is the Bullet Club Leader Showdown. Yeah, like fucking crazy, <laughs> man. And both both like last minute. You're absolutely so. right about the gimmick matches, though, because you remember like a few years ago they did it was like tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. And they had like a t- like a TLC match, a tables match, a ladders match, a chairs match, and a, ma- a stairs match, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. <laughs> and this year's just the TLC match, which is you know already, which is just insane because it's now five on three, and it's Kurt Angle instead of Roman Reigns, who's been a part of this whole thing. I don't know, I'm, you know, I saw one guy uh, post an article or something where he says, uh, I hope they do a bait and switch and Jason Jordan ends up in the match. I think it would make more sense for Jordan to be in there, but, huh? angle, I'm happy. No, like, it would have been so much nicer for it to have, like, an actual storyline reason. I'm (laughs) glad we're getting the match, but it's also dumb that, yeah, this is random two days notice Kurt Angle's return match first time in a WWE ring in about 10 years the the guy in the article he says that what he hopes happens is that Kurt Angle gets taken out in a backstage segment and then yeah, Jason Jordan replaces Great American Bash 2006 J- Jason Jordan replaces him and then later on we find out it was Jason Jordan who attacked Kurt Angle um, I can live with that if I want to push a Jason Jordan. But I'm telling you right now, I watched ECW December to Dismember 2007, or what the fuck ever that was, 2006, whatever it was, where they had the, the extreme elimination chamber and Sabu uh, got taken out backstage. Yeah, fuck this. If Kurt Angle gets taken out backstage, fuck this show. I'm done. I'm not watching it. <laughs> well, he did have a valid point, though, as far as why I read that, and he even said, a lot of you are going to hate this idea, but you know, Kurt Angle has never known how to hold back. No, I, you're, you're absolutely, he's absolutely right. Not just a match, but a TLC match that basically, if they didn't pull some kind of bait and switch, you could see him die in the ring, and nobody wants that. And basically, Kurt can't be trusted to look out for his own physical best interest and there's truth to that painkillers in the middle of the ring they'll just put people are wondering what they'll put above the ring that's it they'll just put some painkillers up there (laughs) an (laughs) an iv drops from the (laughs) 
14 years ago, I drove to Seattle because I thought I was going to Kurt Angle's last match. You fucked up, dude. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, I will admit that, uh, you know, hindsight 2020, but I did see Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match at that show. So, you but know. did you? Yeah. But did you really? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Really? Don't count the Eric Bischoff bullshit. <laughs> well, well, look at your crystal ball. Tell me the lotto numbers for tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've seen. St I did see Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match to date. Are you happy now? Is that better? Is that, does that work with your semantics? I'm <laughs> just saying, man. I, I've seen a bunch of Terry Funk's last matches too. So this is the, you've got you've got a point there. But Terry Funk yeah, comes back you, after you know, two months. You know, you know what? You know what? You know what, guys? In all in Joe's defense, you know what? If if, if Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to have another match. He would have had it by now. He's been out of the ring long enough. If he was going to have another match, I think he would have done it by now. So I think we, we can legit say he's had his last match. I get the never say never mentality, I though. That, but then I would have said he's in his 50s now. He's not coming back. But then came back. <laughs> I mean, there there is always the never say never mentality in pro wrestling. But I mean, Austin seems to be the exception to that because he hasn't he has not wrestled since that match. He's done like, you know, gimmick shit with Eric Bischoff or whatever uh that, you know, you can't really count as a as a pro wrestling match, you know. Um but like yeah, I I like I said that was also that was also still while he was under con, you know, WWE contract. Like he hasn't also been true. other than to do like the podcast and to do the um to do, you know, the Hall of Fame. He's really not under contract anymore, so he's not like he's he's really has the urge to wrestle anymore. <laughs> but the the point I was trying to make anyway is uh, is that like, you know, I went to that show and there was a rumor that you know if Kurt took a wrong bump he could die in the ring. You know, and and he was taking sick bumps, like to the back of the head and and neck, you know, <laughs> and it's like. Holy shit, we are going to see this motherfucker die in the ring. And he didn't die then. I don't think he's going to die now. Let him fucking wrestle the goddamn match. <laughs> oh, it's damn real. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I love the idea that now Daniel Bryan is going to start spreading meningitis around this <laughs> so speaking of dying in the ring, I, Jinder called out Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that might be somebody's last match. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think it'll be a very exciting match, though. Just fucking rest hold city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how they're going to uh, present that and how much. Like I, I have to imagine Lesnar gonna go over because it's not title. Mm -hmm. But it's like can they they can't really do a squash and that happens before this big India yeah, tour. Can. So they could, but it's the India tour thing, man. And all this bullshit is supposed to be about that. So I don't know. It just seems a little bit out of. Uh, I I fuck. I don't know what they're thinking. I I like to think though that like. As much as shit we give them and how stupid we like to call them, that they actually are incredibly intelligent. And because they're at the like top of the food chain in the business, 
mm-hmm. that they're actually like doing the little things that like everything else suffers as a result as a strategy like okay how many title you know, times we flip the title this year and they have like a number already predetermined for that entire year and they just figure out the story out in between before they you know but but it's always there it's like they have these conversations where it's like okay we're going to flip the title this title three times this year no matter what that's it doesn't matter how we get there there's maybe a short list of some guys who'll get it or your girls get it but so I mean obviously there's like a 47 on the on the the women's title but regardless <laughs> you know what I mean like I, yeah. I think I, I really do think that they have shit like that they're they're trying out like I could see Vince having done this so long where he's like this year I'm gonna add an extra tablespoon of salt to the recipe and see what happens and like Probably the best metaphor I could use, actually. Now, I've, I've, I have a feeling that the uh, Ginger Lesnar match will end with the Singh brothers fusing together to become the Great Kali. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me they're going to do the fusion dance first. I got to say that, that. that's, that's what I had. They'll use the same no, camera tricks they used on... It. It'll last five minutes. <laughs> They'll use the same camera trick to pull it off that they used to, to switch between <laughs> Demon Finn Balor and regular Finn Balor on Raw this week. <laughs> <laughs> flashback camera. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Snapchat. Well, filter. Also... Transformed, Joe. That wasn't a camera trick. It was a Snapchat <laughs> filter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't give them ideas. <laughs> I just love the uh, done that yet. the whole pumpkin spice Finn Balor thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't even connect the dots. I, I jackal lantern face paint. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't remember who started it, but there was this whole thing of pumpkin spice Finn Balor going around. <laughs> I just saw him yeah, called the pumpkin king, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's... considering these guys both have that history in Japan, could we get like the pumpkin spice mist spray shot spot tonight? Or uh, he ne- he never did mist. And the demon persona's never done it. That oh, AJ know. could do it. Can't yeah, even tell it's on his face. Soccer yeah. bomb missed. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> spice. A whole bunch of like white women just run out of the audience. They would have done it anyway, but now <laughs> they come running out, hand him Starbucks cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, that'd be a great man. <laughs> yeah that that okay so this other one too that's like a obviously the piranha extension off for this that kind of ties into like what they're supposed to do with survivor series a little bit i i kind of i'm not as i'm not as upset about the that because maybe that's like i'm kind of bummed out because obviously like that could have been a wrestlemania dream match but it could have also, that. theoretically, that could have been what was on the table for Survivor Series, and they just well, maybe moved it up a month. Well, lead us there. That's what I was kind of getting at. Well, like, no, I'd imagine that we're going to get the, we're going to, we're going to get three more weeks or what the fuck ever of uh, Finn Balor and, excuse me, the Demon and Sister Abigail doing promos on one another, and and that will end up at Survivor Series. Could be. Hard to know how, how bad the AIDS is with Bray, so... Yeah. So I, I mean, obviously, like that's possible, but I, I, I would hope that they would at least just use this as the jump start. With they'll probably, or they probably are going to do on Monday, anyways. 
and probably would have done on Monday anyways. Yeah. Because, I mean, the other, the other seat is the, the match between Jinder and Brock, but so I guess you could say it's already underway as well, I suppose, but whatever. Yeah, I could, you're probably right. There, there's a lot of directions they could go. I don't know about, about the, uh, the team battles and how they're going to do that, if it's going to have to be Raw, SmackDown or not. Is it, that, that's something that they have enough storylines already in place, at least one over in SmackDown. Make a hell of a lot more sense to just have a traditional battle with those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, the heels and faces get along. Nah, fuck that. We don't want to. <laughs> That's probably what we're what we're gonna get. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> you imagine TV shows did shit like this, where they put like everything on hold. <laughs> like one one episode crossover is not a big deal, but like uh, for the next month. Forget about the entire season we've been building up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the first time where they've done it where, you know, hey, we're going to have our champions fight each other in a non-title match. It's, I mean, it's not the first time they've done it, but it's like the first time recently that they've done it, at least with this brand split, where it's like, okay, we're not like, we're not even going to have t- a a world title match because the world champions are going to fight each other. So what the fuck are you building to? I, I guess you take the opportunity now, you put the shield on uh, Survivor Series because they're not on TL... They're technically not on TLC without Roman Reigns. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how it's booked. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how they get to Survivor Series and what they how they build up uh one the match between the champions and two what uh potential contenders are going to do. Now right, we might as well talk about TLC. We're already on the subject. Uh on the kickoff show, Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation. I might have to watch the kickoff. I think the PowerPoint's show. gonna win that. I, I'm, no, I, I, Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation has been. <laughs> that little fucking like paperclip's gonna run in and beat the fuck out of him. Totally. See, time on NXT in the old days where the, a vast antivirus security came over the loudspeaker during a match. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> well, no one does. Good. It's just one clip. The security software just comes over the loudspeakers. And Michael calls like, even the security is sick of this match. <laughs> so it, I'm going to have to try and find that clip. Was that like the, that's like the old format NXT? Like the one on sci-fi? Yeah, okay. it was when, in the women's season when AJ was on there. That's why nobody saw it. <laughs> in fact, I think it was one of her matches. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if... If you haven't been watching 205 Live. <laughs> I'm surprised you even said that, but continue. If you haven't been watching 205 Live, Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation has been the best thing about that show. <laughs> so I'm actually, I might actually have to tune into the kickoff show just to see Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation. 
That'll uh, set the, pace of the entire show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will. Well, we still want those other two matches, but yeah, the other kickoff show: Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox. Other kickoff match. Exciting! Yay! <laughs> Where, what, they have no feud. This is like a put together on it. Eh? Uh, they sort of have something. Like Sasha beat her, but Alicia says that she swore she didn't tap out, and then she lost again, and again said she didn't lose, and yeah, and then complains that she didn't get a T-shirt when she's got a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, but have you seen that T-shirt? I've I seen the T-shirt. Like whoever has been printing the last several shirts, it's it must be bring your kid to work day and make the kid actually work because it looks like a five-year-old with a drinking problem got into Microsoft Word and printed their shirt. They're mm. terrible. Child labor. Well, I mean, <laughs> Neville's last tweet the last time I looked was, this t-shirt is not on the Neville level, so I think maybe that's why he walked out. <laughs> like, this is the fucking t-shirt you guys give me? Fuck you. It was dreadful. Oh. <laughs> but so were the three that followed it. The one the one for Alicia Fox and I think there was one more it just it literally looks like somebody's trying to do graphic design in word and they are embarrassing <laughs> I just wait till Kurt Angle debuts a new shirt mm-hmm. he's gonna come out wearing it just like the shield <laughs> that, that t-shirt came up pretty quick they had like an hour to put it together yeah I think they you know it almost seems like they knew about this yeah <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I wonder about wrestling. No, wrestling isn't fixed. Well, it's wrestling fixed. I didn't know it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Billy after here for, for for that sticky stuff that you can put on your roof. <laughs> is wrestling is wrestling broke? Just use that sticky stuff that I. That, that my replacement cut a boat with and taped it together with. <laughs> America was a weird place. As many times as you've said Billy Apter here, I am just now making the Billy Mays connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long. I just now made the connection. Because you have a fucking concussion. I didn't have a concussion when he was doing it before. (laughs) Cedric Alexander. Oh, wait, hold on. Asuka versus Emma. Uh, Yeah, I think we all know. Yeah. But I do think it would be really, really cool if this is not the squash that a lot of people think it's going to be. Because Emma was always way better than she got credit for. Mm -hmm. And I would really like to see it if all of the um, complaining and such that she did turns out to be justified that you know she almost did it like she comes closer than anybody else does but falls a little short yeah i think i would rather see that Mm -hmm. than something else because we haven't seen much from emma like at all and they've got a really great opportunity to keep oscar going as this 
a dominant, undefeated beast, but make Emma look seriously badass at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that at all. won't do it, but you know. Yeah. You never know, though, with that company. I mean, they could do that as just an elaborate setup to get in like a shoplifting joke about almost stealing a win. <laughs> <laughs> she gets DQ'd for using an iPad. Oh no, it, it was Flex Seal that, that, that I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick. Because why not? Yeah. I'm sure. That's what that match is. I guess, let's, huh? let's put those ROH guys in a match together. <laughs> Pretty much. So, so, Mr. 205 Live, why is this match happening? Uh, Jack, Gall- Jack Gallagher was feuding with Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick uh, was wrestling Cedric Alexander. Jack Gallagher comes to the ring and attacks Cedric Alexander and decides to join Brian Kendrick because he feels like he can learn from Brian Kendrick. And that being a gentleman was getting him nowhere. Why Rich Swan is in the match? He showed up on Monday Night Raw. I have no idea. <laughs> it's it's kind of like the... Jack Gallagher is also racist. I guess. It, it, okay. It's like the Sami Zayn heel turns like I, I've been nice for too long. It's not working. Let's try this. Nothing mm-hmm. we kind of heel turn they have these days. <laughs> yeah. It was. It, there was just a string of heel turns on 205 Live. Like, there was uh, TJP turned heel, and then I think the oh, same night, so did I. And then I'm watching, and him and Rich Swan are all buddy-buddy, and they're having this... They still make gaming puns. <laughs> him and Rich Swan are having this, you know, rivalry where they're just going back and forth, but it's a friendly rivalry, and uh, Swan wins, and TJP goes, well... You know, hey, give me one more match. Just one more match. And Rich is like, nah, man. Like, nah, I don't want to give you another match. And then TJP attacked Grand Metalik and then ripped one of the dreads out of Rich Swan's hair. And Rich Swan is somehow now in this feud instead of that feud. Uh, but I think it was the same episode where Jack Gallagher turned heel. So I, I called the show Heel Turn Live. <laughs> Big show live. Yeah, speaking of 205 Live, Kalisto... Versus Enzo Amore for the WWE Cruiserweight title. Kalisto, who is the Cruiserweight champion, said on Raw on Monday that if I beat you, I walk out as the new Cruiserweight champion. (laughs) Never change. (laughs) I have heard so much that Enzo's winning it back that the Kalisto thing was just hot potatoing to keep everybody guessing and that Enzo is going to be the focus of the whole show because that's what they want and I, I just can't care about that. <laughs> I agree. Not even, in a, I, not even in a I hate you so much I want to watch you get your ass kicked but no, I just I, I cannot muster enough to care about any of that. For what it's worth, the reason I started watching 205 Live is I, I stuck around on the WWE Network after the uh, finals of the May Young Classic. And that's when all that shit happened with TJP and Jack Gallagher and 
Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation. Okay. So. Does uh, he say it that way too? Yes. So oh. I tune in every week for Drew Ge- uh, for Drew Gulak and the PowerPoint presentation. And then like Enzo won the title and shit, so that all started happening around that time. Uh, Finn, had they had they at least make like some kind of pun with Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi? No, that's obvious. They haven't done that yet. No, those guys, it's so easy. Yeah, that was this gimmick before. So you can't jump, right? Like two hundred five can't jump off the rope thing. Yeah, that's the whole. It's that's what his whole PowerPoint presentation is about: is rules for a better two hundred five live. Like, yeah. no, right, right no. now his thing is no chance. So he, because he was feuding with Akira Tozawa, and he was like, "Oh, nobody, you can't chant ha or whatever the fuck Akira Tozawa was chanting or whatever." So it's like, even Vince McMahon's theme song says there are no chants in hell. <laughs> I, I did hear that. that was pretty. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, if if nothing else, someone should interrupt this PowerPoint and then put the fucking computer into airplane mode and just fucking destroy him from the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways yeah. to do this. Yeah. So many computer nerd puns. Come on, make it happen. Well, maybe it'll happen on the uh, kickoff show tonight. They don't have any writers. Joe, sneak in there, man, and just put some fucking shit on the paper. And... <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even notice, man. I know Vince isn't paying attention. Well, I mean, at the rate we're going, it won't. Busy being at Roman's bedside. <laughs> yeah. At the at the rate we're going, it won't be long before Mike Rickard and myself are uh, writing and voicing respectively WWE programming. So <laughs> <laughs> we're doing all the shit on YouTube now. So <laughs> or we not literally, of course. <laughs> Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Ooh. This is far more compelling with a two-day build than the demon versus Sister Abigail. I could have just had the match unannounced, to be honest with you, at this point. I want it to be better. This is true. I, I think Finn's got to go over here, like, just storyline-wise, but I, I really hope we do get a good match, like a good solid 15-20 minutes. Yeah, but you, you can say Finn has to go over the storylines, but... AJ is about to face Jinder Mahal, so he kind of... Is he, though? Is he, are they having a match on SmackDown, then? Cause... Uh, I assume so. That was the direction a- we this week. AJ... So we AJ is going to lose. AJ know, is wrestling Jinder's... one of the Singh brothers on SmackDown Oh, this right, week. right. Okay, yeah. Because... yeah but his plan is to eventually fight. Right. I totally already forgot about that, even though we talked about it like 10 minutes ago. It's clearly oh. leading to that, because that was the backstage thing where AJ was like... It's like four weeks till Survivor Series, they have to fill in the time. So well, four weeks till Survivor Series, you beat one Sing brother this week, the other Sing brother next week, you beat both of them the week after that, and then you face Jinder and lose, because Jinder's going into Survivor Series as champion, obviously. Yeah, yeah exactly. So... so. Huh? I guess, kind of look at it from both points of view. Like, if AJ was to win, then he'd lose to Brock, probably. Non-title. I don't know, man. Whatever. Who fucking cares? Right. <laughs> I'm going with Finn just because we don't know what's going on with Gray and all that other shit. Although we don't really want that, but... Well, the... well, they are advertising it as the Demon Finn Balor, and the Demon Finn Balor has not lost on WWE pay-per-view. He lost his championship and he broke his arm. 
Well, no, well, we because... don't even know if he's going to be the demon anyway. They're Nobody advertising him as the demon. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit, are they advertising the demon for CJ? Or are they advertising Finn for CJ? They're advertising the demon Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Okay. Did, did somebody say demon? So, I think I just got called. I so, think Kiss Online got Tom just got paid. Yeah, he was terrible too. <laughs> he was the Bray Wyatt of WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm not convinced we're getting that makeup character thingy. Cause I remember you remember, you know, Jinder Mahal is being advertised in India as a two time champion after all. Is he? Yeah. That's what we talked about last week, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think that was it either. Easy, easily forgotten. Did the did 3MB ever win the tag titles? No. And yeah, I guess he's losing then. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe oh, I he thought loses that... it to AJ, but they still do the match and Lester just kills him. I thought he was winning it back in India, but that was one of the things that would make a lot of doing. sense. It would. That was why people thought Shinsuke was going to win, that he was going to win it and then he'd just get it back in India. Yeah. Because <clears throat> nothing beats a two-week title reign. That really <laughs> makes someone... Yeah, this is on the WWE website. It says the demon Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. So, two time champion. <laughs> two times. Two times. Peace symbol. <laughs> now, can you dig that, Saka? Yeah. I don't I don't know. We'll see if you get the I mean, I mean, obviously, being the pay-per-view and all that, I mean, I would understand if they do it, but I just... The whole point of bringing it out was to, to battle the uh, transgender Bray Wyatt, right? Mm-hmm. So. In some ways, it's kind of good. I've already seen enough memes about Bray Wyatt and his sexuality. More than enough for me. Because <laughs> that is the running joke. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of those circle jerk it's just too easy man that's just way too easy i mean i get what they were going for in like abigail is like this shapeshifter that becomes bray wyatt or what the fuck ever but yeah <laughs> i didn't actually pick up on that holy shit no nah, i just thought sister abigail was a juggalo <laughs> <laughs> well in like it's not barely established in kayfabe but in Actual canon, uh, Bray Wyatt is the possessed Husky Harris. <laughs> He's cleared this up on Twitter. Okay. Someone asked him once, like, what happened to Husky Harris? And he was like, Husky Harris needed me and I needed a host. <laughs> so maybe they can bring that up at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we got a month or two to sit through this again. <laughs> now, how long does it take to recover from meningitis? Well, I'm saying, I mean, like, are they just going to... a very long time, actually, depending on the kind. Yeah. I, I mean... just love the idea that people were like, he was having threesomes with JoJo and Bo because both of them were taken off, too. <laughs> I'm sure they just spend a lot of time around each other. They don't necessarily do it while naked. <laughs> and that is not how meningitis gets around <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Medically it is when you're a doctor on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 
if you saw, JoJo's mother actually took social media to say that JoJo's not sick, that she's being, you know, essentially, you know, quarantined. Yeah, because... that's important to point out. Not everyone is sick. Some of them are just being quarantined, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the impression I got. Alexa Bliss versus old lady Mickey James for the WWE Raw <laughs> women's title. No, Biscuit Butt versus the old lady. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to attack Alexa on something to do with her appearance, why would you choose her butt? Yeah, right? Everyone talks about how amazing it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's like one of her star features, according to her <laughs> fans. That seems to be a dumb thing to go after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, definitely one of her assets, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> and Mickey James, meanwhile, is only three years older than me. <laughs> well, it, I, I, I know it's a stupid thing to get annoyed over, especially because it totally suits Alexa Bliss's character to throw that out there, but we've seen too many times that pretty much the only thing the women are calling each other out on you're old and you're fat, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, uh -huh. try harder. They did both of those to Mickey. Yeah, they did. Uh -huh. James. And she wasn't fat when she was Piggy James either. No. <laughs> she wasn't. She was fucking gorgeous, and she uh -huh. still is. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's kind of depressing that that's all the effort that they want to put into this, but, you know, yeah, one cannot argue. Alexa's like, you're old and fat, and Mickey's like, oh, yeah, you're young and too thin. <laughs> and Vince McMahon's wow. back in the Same backstage area Vince McMahon's in the writing room like well she's 38 she's old damn it like aren't you 70 something <laughs> Wrestlemania's old it's, over, it's 30 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why they stopped using numbers right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, don't say that it makes it sound old <laughs> that's the fucking point you crazy old bastard Maybe that's if why he makes. Not... Maybe that's why he makes WrestleMania suck because he hates old things. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Which is dumb because if they were trying to do things like the Super Bowl, the, the Super Bowl, for all its flaws, does not fear the number that goes along with it. Nope. You know, it's a point of pride that it's been around that long. Does not make any sense to view your biggest event of the year otherwise. Exactly. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, every time it's like Mickey James is not that old. <laughs> like, there are male wrestlers who are older than her who are still, like, on top of WWE. <laughs> like Bobby Roode who's getting called Kid Ten years younger than me. I saw this. Uh, I saw this. You know those things that go around Facebook, where it's like it shows a bunch of pictures, and it's like whatever one has your birth month is your best friend or what the fuck ever, right? So I saw one, and Michael Cole was November. It's like you know, this is whoever's your birth month is your best friend, and I'm like, hey, that's cool. Me and Michael Cole can go see an Elias concert together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think Alexa walks out as champion. 
Mickey's too old. They'll do a storyline. She breaks her hip. Yeah. That's what they'll That's be. kind of what they are building. <laughs> might as well be. Yeah, that's what WWE's come to. You're fat and you're old, and that's why that that's why this other person wants to wrestle you. You're fat and you're old. That's why no one wants. That's why you're not gonna be put over. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kane just came back. <laughs> Kane My there. name is Kane. Kane was dead. <laughs> yeah, Kane was there too. We're talking about Mickey James being old and Kane just came back. He's been wrestling for half of Mickey James's life. Over half of Mickey James's yeah, life. He's been Kane over half of Kane. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he We're celebrating. He was like three other characters before before Kane. Kane debuted 20 years ago this month. We're celebrating this, but Mickey James is 38. She's old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, WWE logic. Um, yeah, speaking of logic, like Mick was shitting on like the whole nostalgia thing, and meanwhile he adds Kane to his team. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Kurt Angle, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman, The Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Kane in a TLC match. We. <laughs> Ed Kane was there too. Yeah. I move the match really could go either way, but I, I'm gonna still think the shield goes over, even with uh with Angle Roman. Yeah, I I don't uh I don't think you're wrong. I would like for you but, to be wrong, but I don't think you are. It could be. It could really. It could be the Survivor Series thing. It cannot be, but that's really it. Like we talked a little bit about it last week. If that's going to continue, and I, I will if, say if this: is for brand, it won't. I will say this: that if if this team of Angle, Ambrose, and Rollins wins, I won't be as upset as I would have been had the actual Shield won. But, you know, because Miz is just fodder for every nostalgia act that comes along. You'll recall that uh, he put a, him and R-Truth put over The Rock and John Cena at Survivor Series not too long ago. Like five, six years ago. Yeah. When both of them lost to Cena on his own, like, just before Mania anyway, so it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I can do this on my own. I might as well just get help. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. And then Miz, Miz, I just Miz is so good and does not get the credit he deserves and gets like just shit on whenever even even when he's the top guy in the company. Yeah. Like actually, he might because I I put a new category in the awards because of him this year. So yeah. Best on the mic. I, I think he could be. He's a, he's in the conversation. If you Absolutely. Look at his last year, he's he's really done a great job of putting over a bunch of things that I didn't think I'd have any interest in. Yeah. Most notably was that John Cena marriage deal with Nikki. Yeah. So I had a, I made a category for him a few weeks ago because of that, and 
that Daniel, I don't remember if it was the Daniel Bryan thing with him on Talking Smack during the actual calendar or not, but that's the type of shit that, like, you have to admit, like, he's given the right platform, he can be ridiculously good. Yeah, absolutely. He's just, you know, he's given the chance, but then when he's given the chance, it's always overshadowed. Somehow. Like, WrestleMania, the man headlined WrestleMania. And beat John Cena. But guess what? Nobody gives a shit because The Rock was involved. <laughs> yep. But even even during that period, he wasn't where he is even close to now. Oh, no, I agree. I agree, but I but still, I mean, how long until are you just going to make him, like, you know, the permanent intercontinental champion before you finally give him a chance to shine Either on, either, you know, I, I don't think he's going to touch the Universal Championship, but as maybe going to Smack, back to SmackDown and winning the WWE Championship. How long till he gets a chance to actually shine as the top star in the company? I don't think the title even means much anyway, so it doesn't matter. I, I, I would argue that he, he shines because he's prominently featured and... yeah always gets a reaction and he doesn't actually even need a prop to get himself over. Sure. He's, he's almost like a modern day Roddy Piper at this point. Okay. I could buy you that. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I could I buy know. that. He's, he's got his own talk show like, and everything. So <laughs> I, I, if you asked me a few years ago, if I'd say that about the Miz, I would fucking smack you in the face. Well, not really. I'd probably not you guys. Cause I like you, but <laughs> You know what I mean? I guess just I, but I, I, I think I've, yeah, I've, I've definitely turned a corner on on what he's what he is, and I think he's really good at what he does. So, and there was definitely but, points where I know I know myself, and I'm sure JT, and I'm sure everybody else on this show at one point was like, "This guy fucking sucks. Get rid of him." <laughs> oh, who the mess? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they when they brought him in and that on that whole I'm I'm I was on the real world on MTV yeah. fucking thing. That's what I hate. I'm like, really? You're gonna go with this fuck nuts? He was on the real world and he's living off of that. He, he was. That, that he, was his fucking gimmick. Yeah. He was, and that's totally a valid criticism at that time. Like I I agree with that at the time, hundred percent. But he busted his ass and he got to where he is today, and he's. He's well deserving of the praise we're giving him right now. I, but yeah, I mean, he's he tends to be fodder for things of this nature, such as like The Rock returning. He was part of that and lost, and now he's part of this Shield reunion and probably going to lose, even though he's got Braun Strowman, Kane, Cesaro, and The Miz on his team. Uh, uh, Cesaro and uh, Sheamus, rather. Ah, I don't think he needs... He doesn't need the win, though. That's the thing. As long as he's getting a reaction. Until that, that happens, then you have to cause for concern, but... Didn't we catch the... That, I mean, having a, an, a, like a handicap advantage, is that like a big win? No. Not. Yeah, you're, you're 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 selling that whole idea of them having the two monsters too, and like, right? Is that big one you want him to have? <laughs> no, I suppose not. But I mean, you know, you, you want him to but, rip off and, Roman's head and shit down his throat. I know, but he's got he's got five guys against three guys, and he's gonna still lose. 
<laughs> well, you forgot about the there's three eyes also in the match, but this is also true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it balances things out a little bit, which is where the storyline, which is where the storyline reason for Kurt Angle being in this match is going to come in because Miz has been all over him the past couple of weeks. Like, isn't one of your eyes integrity? You ha- you should have integrity and let me have a fifth guy because Dean Ambrose said I could have a fifth guy. <laughs> Believe in the shield, it's damn true. <laughs> uh, we're, we're getting that tonight. Guarantee that line. Yeah. I know they'd never do it, but I seriously would love to hear a remixed entry uh, like somebody had posted on Twitter earlier. Yeah, Sierra Hotel Intensity Integrity uh. Intelligence. <laughs> Lima Delta. <laughs> oh, please do that. That would be great. That'd be awesome. I also don't know if I want Kurt Angle to come out in a tactical vest or those two guys to come out in Team Angle stuff. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I want to see something cool with that. That that definitely has potential. Uh, I want to see Angle come out in the tactical vest, but then have trouble getting it off. <laughs> I think I, I think what you do is you have Angle come out in the tact- a tactical vest, but instead of wearing pants, he's just got a singlet on under, under it. And someone else also suggested you just do both. Dean and Seth come out in Team Angle stuff at the ramp, while Kurt Angle appears in the audience wearing the shield gear. <laughs> and it's just really awkward for everyone. <laughs> And if anybody can pull this shit off, it's Kurt Angle. <laughs> because he can do all that goofy shit before the match, and then when he gets in the ring, it's just fucking on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I got it. The, the Shield uh, and, and Kurt Angle are probably going to Probably going to go over. I don't think that's a question. Oh, well. That is what's going on on WWE pay-per-view tonight. And probably some bonus matches tossed in. Good measure. Yeah, probably. We'll get a Kurt Hawkins getting squashed segment. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> we'll get the return of Barry Horowitz to pin Kurt Hawkins. <sighs> <sighs> well, earlier this week, uh, we uh, we lost a Canadian music legend. And his his legacy spills over here into Buffalo, so it was a uh, tough week for for G and myself uh, and our our fandom of the tragically hip as we uh, lost Gord Downey, which he was expecting to go, we were expecting him to go, and and G had mentioned you know some of us may have had the inkling, oh it's Gord, he'll beat it, but. Uh, <laughs> I uh I did not and I but uh we but he went this week. Uh and I'll let G take the floor from here. 
All right. Well, so I'm just going to read something. I had to write it out because I'd otherwise I could ramble too long. This one's this is a bit of a bit of a big thing in my country, and I'll hopefully you'll understand after I tell you. There, there really isn't a, a way to compare a band like the Tragically Hip's importance to the, my country of Canada. We are a nation with an identity crisis. Perhaps it's because we're such a young nation, because of our vast size, or maybe because we're a small, diverse population. And what makes us Canada's often offered with stereotypes like being polite and watching hockey and apologizing to importance and so on, but none of them is really Canadian since not all of us identify with it. And we actually do get a little angry when it's presented as such, and sometimes you'll hear me do that on the show. And we'll persistently defend our identity, mm-hmm. even though it's incredibly difficult for us to tell you what it is. So while there's some pockets of fandom internationally, they were always our band, and we're happy to share them, but we're also selfishly proud of the fact that this band was a juggernaut of popularity. And only a few people outside of Canada understood our best-kept secret. Well, kind of understood. Because to them, the hip was just a great band. The thing is, Gord Downey was a poet who fronted a kick-ass rock band, and he was eccentric and uniquely and identifiably Canadian, whatever that is. I still can't tell you what that is, but trust me when I tell you, I am certain that he is Canadian. I mean, fuck, the guy's name is fucking Gord. And this is a fellow who had to battle terminal brain cancer and underwent a number of surgeries and against doctor's advice took his band across our country to say goodbye to us. And we knew it. Mm. So in 2016, the hip played their final show in the hometown of Kingston, Ontario. And Canada promptly shut down, and we even preempted the Summer Olympics for a night. And over a third of the population watched live, and many later on delay. And there's no recent event in our recent history that compares to this. So last, night, last Wednesday was a really tough day to be a Canadian, and today actually remains really difficult. And we did know it was coming, but I think all of us figured he would beat us somehow. Rest in peace, Gord Downey. I don't really have a best song to play, but I, I hope this one works. It's called Scared by the Tragically Hit. And I need the break, too. <laughs> Here it is. And you 
Tragically Hip on Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 299. You know, I, I, to your point prior to the break song, G, I, I think uh, I think Gord taught a lot of people 
about Canada. I, I don't even think it was just like, you know, he defined, he, he was certainly, he was a, I don't think it was just he was a Canadian, it was he taught people about Canada. But, uh, you know, in songs like Wheat Kings or 50 Mission Cap and, so, you know, songs like that. Um, anyway. <laughs> Let's uh, get to our ads here. Uh, top five SummerSlam moments on www.youtube.com slash the pro wrestling top five hosted by PW Torch columnist Sean Valentino. Former ProWrestling.net senior editor Rich Twilling and former WWE diva Shelly Martinez. And a warning, you may need some alcohol before watching this. There's a music video out there. Uh, it is a parody of Michael Jackson's Thriller and a tribute to the podcast Something to Wrestle With with Bruce Prichard and Conrad Thompson. It stars former WWE diva Shelly Martinez, media personality Sean Valentino, as well as former ProWrestling.net senior editor Rich Twilling. They host the weekly the weekly show, the Pro Wrestling Top Five, for weekly for weekly wrestling's top five, past and present. Broken Vows, an ebook, is a romantic struggle between a uh, high school senior and a young married woman in the conservative 1950s. Jimmy, a clean cut teenager in 1958, and Carol, a very religious young married woman, are entangled in a tender and sometimes humorous relationship as their lives collide unexpectedly into an ex unexpected attraction to each other. Jimmy finds something fresh and beautiful in Carol, a religious young woman who wears a mysterious gold chain around her neck that intrigues him. And Carol discovers that Jimmy's positive outlook on life and sensitive nature fulfills a need for love in her life. Both try to break free of this unlikely and forbidden attraction to each other and also must struggle with a blackmailer's threats. Jimmy immerses himself in his history books and Carol goes to church to seek guidance and even distracts herself by volunteering to do work for a neighbor she doesn't even like but none of those strategies seem to work too well to quell this attraction. Trouble is definitely brewing for both. Something's got to be done before the town folk, friends, family, and Carol's husband figure out what's going on, especially when a blackmailer threatens to expose it all. Available for 99 cents on Amazon Kindle, iBooks, Smashwords.com, and other fine sites. And finally, GlobalFight.com is a wrestling personals website uh, that you can go to if you're single and uh, want to meet wrestling fans uh that's globalfight.com or you can follow their twitter account at twitter.com slash wrestling match <laughs> all right so what's going on in new japan uh, they're in a bit of a slow point but there are quite a few things that are being built up to so it's not like nothing's going on over the last four days or so there have been several different Road to Power Struggle shows, which are all multi-man tag matches that are building up to that. And Power Struggle has completely sold out. It's on November 5th, but it's been sold out for a while. And there's going to be some very, very good matches on that. The main event is going to be Tanahashi defending the Intercontinental title against Kota Ibushi, which should be amazing no matter what happens. Will Ospreay defends the junior heavyweight title against the villain Marty Skrull from the Bullet Club. And Minoru Suzuki defends the never-openweight title against the perennial thorn in his side, the sublime master thief 
Toriyanu, who is one of the few people who can actually beat Suzuki on a regular basis, because, yeah, murder grandpa Minoru Suzuki will kill you, but Yano and his shenanigans have been able to just stay a step ahead of him, literally in this case, because Yano stole the title belt and ran off with it. Suzuki's not terribly happy about that. Another thing that's going to be on Power Struggle is the finals of the Super Junior Tag Team Tournament. At the previous show, new Junior Tag Team Champions were crowned in the form of Rapongi 3K, Rocky Romero's new team. He's coaching Sho and Yo, the former Sho Tanaka and Yoe Kamatsu, who are now officially Sho and Yo, which is kind of fun because a lot of their fans were calling them that before anyway, and now they've made it official. They won the title, and there has been this whole tournament thing going on kind of in the background. Most good money is on Sho and Yo facing Ushi and Hiromu Takahashi from Los Ingobernables de Japón. Those two guys are calling themselves Los Dos Peligrosos, and seeing those two teams go for the junior tag titles is going to be freaking amazing. Um, it almost doesn't matter who wins there because I could see whoever loses there getting a rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. Typically, the junior tag matches have been just a, a giant clusterfuck of three and four team matches. They very, very rarely do it team versus team. But if it comes down to those two teams, I think we could really see that if that's where they want to take it for Wrestle Kingdom. Although, I would not be surprised to see Sho and Yo retain here because for one thing, they just won them and they came back to this Incredible return. If you haven't watched King of Pro Wrestling, for God's sake, just watch it. It's really great. But they had this massive return. They won the titles their first match back. Everything was just super amazing. If they're going to have Hiromu in the junior title picture against Will Ospreay, then obviously he couldn't be involved in the junior tag belts here. I think after Power Struggle, we're going to see what plans for him are, since he's been going after both of these things. He's going to be a major player at Wrestle Kingdom, no matter how you slice it. It just depends on tag or singles. So that's going to be on November 5th, even though it's not one of the biggest shows, and it's the last, I guess, regular pay-per-view type show before Wrestle Kingdom. It's going to be a lot better than it looked like originally, so that's going to be really cool. Um, they've also got uh, Lionsgate Project Number 9 coming up on November 16th. They're continuing on with rounds in the Young Lion Cup, which they have finally brought back. It's the 11th Young Lions Cup tournament. They haven't had it in a while. They're having it now. I thought it was just a one- or two-day thing, but I was completely wrong. They're having several of these shows, so right now there's no clue who's going to win it. 
realistically, though, there's probably three guys who have a shot at winning it, and that's Tomoyuki Oka, his tag team partner, who a lot of people refer to as Young Lion Brock Lesnar, and that's Katsuya Kitamura with his scary mouth guard. And my wrestling son, Hirei Kawato, I'm really hoping he wins the whole thing because the other two guys are in a tag. They've been putting Kawato with a lot of guys way up out of his league, and he's holding his own. Like, they they put him in a tag team with Kushida. That's a big deal. So I could see him winning just because he's getting a position on the card that most of the Young Lions don't have. Uh, the last big thing that they're pushing toward is World Tag League, which is the heavyweight tag team tournament. That's going to begin... Um, that's going to go all the way up until right before Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I'm not even sure who all the teams are going to be yet. They, I don't think they've all been announced. The Suzuki-Goon team of Killer Elite Squad has the titles right now. That's Davey Boy Smith and Lance Archer. And honestly, if we could then the three-way matches with Killer Elite Squad, Gorillas of Destiny, and War Machine, that would be fantastic. They've done that same three-way match over and over again, and I like War Machine. I like Killer Elite Squad. I am not liking the never-ending series of matches between these three teams. So, World Tag League is still kind of fuzzy right now, but we'll see how that is going to go. Now, one other bit of New Japan-related goodness concerned current heavyweight champion Kazuchika Okada. As of yesterday, I believe, he officially has the longest IWGP heavyweight title reign in history. Beat Shinya Hashimoto's record of 489 days, now at 490 days. So Okada holds the record for the longest heavyweight title reign in company history. However, he hasn't done everything. Okada is still three matches short of equaling Hiroshi Tanahashi's record of 11 uh, successful defenses, 11 uh, successful consecutive defenses, and he's three different title runs short of Tanahashi's record of seven. So... There are still two different records that Okada has not broken, and let's remember the guy has not turned 30 yet. So that's a pretty big deal going on right now. Um, personally, I don't think his record is going to continue past Wrestle Kingdom. If there is a wrestling god who smiles upon us, that will be the way of things, but we'll see. All right. I turned up the wrong thing. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I, I don't know where the fuck that came from, but... <laughs> yeah. I thought, why am I being bleeped? I didn't say anything. No. Uh, he's not I 30 yet, but when he turns 30, he's old. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, let's take a... Uh, you know where you're not old at 30 is in JT land. 
where's JT? Died of old age. I guess. <laughs> he passed out from. I guess. Should I, I should I do JT land? Sorry, sorry. Oh, there I he is. Muted. I, I was muted accidentally. I thought I was still on the I still I thought I was still somehow I got muted. Hold on. Let me I'll go back. I had everything set up to do JT land and of course it's fucking iPad. Let's see. Let's see. I'm still here, right? You're here, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. I was about to do your bit for you. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm like, I, I was talking, and then you're like, where is he? I'm like, wait, wait, wait. How did I, how did I mute myself? Uh-huh. Okay, so, you know, uh, well, obviously, anything can happen in JT land, obviously. You know, because I'm pushing 40. I, I was going to say, yeah, of course, 30 is young, and I'm pushing 40, so, you know. So, so what yeah. you're saying is you're cold and there's wolves outside. <laughs> And Lieutenant Dan got a beard after him because, you know, anything happens in JT land. And your inspirational quotes, like I like last week, no matter how bad the country gets, you can always count on white people renovating houses from Randy Marsh. Then you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing. Our great, the great Captain America. One of my favorites off the, the, the Moon Goose McQueen and Moon, Moon Goose McQueen and Friends. Whoa, I'm never coming down. Fucked up. I'm drinking with Jesus. And the classic Taco Bell is forever from our very own Canadian guy, G. 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. Put me in for good vet measure. I'm not a virus. I am a Virgil. Hashtag WWE TLC. Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Happy birthday, my brother, the Snoop Dogg. This picture, Hazy... This picture hazy after we have the green medicine, Bubba. You guys here? Yeah. Yep. Okay, no. I just want to... I always weird, go weird when I hear when it's quiet. We know. For, for, uh, well, here, here you go, G. From the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> retweet if you want someone... If you retweet if you want someone to go fuck themselves. Kevin Hogan forever, forever better than the Jabroni Hulk. Go. <laughs> go. I don't know what that noise he was making it's, it earlier too. It's it's somebody it's somebody's getting texts and they got their phone on vibrate. I think it's coaster. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm on my iPad, so I don't get my I don't get text messages yeah. on my iPad. So, Mer. excuse me. Uh, no, the feedback earlier was I like I have a master volume control that I I turn down during song breaks. And I have my my master control on my fader, so like when Drow's doing the the New Japan thing, I I turn it down so like my chair's not making noise and shit. Um, and I turned up the master control instead of the <laughs> instead of the one. All right, so with some kayfabe news, you fucked up. Unemployed dropout chance chance at millionaire wrestler. <laughs> Excuse me. Waiting for the fapping to stop. <laughs> oh, it won't. I can't help myself. I have a problem. <laughs> shield, shield reunites to finally determine whose hair is the wettest. <laughs> hey, Dean doesn't wet his hair anymore. It shows how bold he is. <laughs> You'll never guess who's playing the Kane character now. Let's see who find out. Glacier. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, tr- Trump insists he started the WWE Women's Revolution. <laughs> WWE issues correction. Curtis Axel, not Kurt Angle, to wrestle this Sunday. <laughs> A lot of people got trolled with that one. <laughs> we rank Kane's 147 most shocking returns. <laughs> 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 the wait is over. Angle returning to ring after literally days of build-up. <laughs> and that's your JT Land, folks. As always, you know, if you stop by JT Land, make sure you bring my brother some tenders because he'll give you the same look on his face that's in our 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 group picture. Um, <laughs> and yeah, um, I'm a drunk, but I'm not that much of a drunk. I'm trying to not be that much of a drunk anymore. So. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. I know my segment's the next one in the thing, but still. <laughs> oh, it's uh, This weekend, it's been brought to you by uh, NyQuil and alcohol. Hooray. <laughs> you want to sleep for like five days straight, give yourself some of that. All right. Uh, but doesn't NyQuil have alcohol in it? Uh, not enough. Okay. <laughs> 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 Cantonese corner with noise. And this week we saw a brilliant debut, and I love new stars, but I'm really bothered by how quickly viral meningitis is getting such a huge push. <laughs> I mean, it seems like they should have developed the characters slower. I'm just feeling no connection at all, even though it's got winds over Reigns and Wyatt. And they just need to take things slower. <laughs> Also, Daniel Benoit had my favorite cell of the group. <laughs> what happened? Daniel Benoit had my favorite cell of the Cripple Cross face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, attention, Kmart shoppers. It's the Blue Light Special. Former WWE writer Kevin Eck recently appeared on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast to talk about his time in WWE. One of the big talking points from the interview was when Eck told Keller about Vince McMahon agreeing to turn John Cena heel before eventually changing his mind due to the fact that Cena had a clothing deal with, get this, Kmart. <laughs> Vince had agreed to do it, but then he changed his mind and said that we can't do it. This was back around the time when McMahon was really looking at Sheamus to get his push. The question was, if we turn John Cena heel, then who is he going to work with? Who will be the top babyface? John Cena, that was the feeling back then. Uh, then we came up with some scenarios. And believe it or not, Cena was on board with it, but right around that time, there was a big clothing line for John Cena at Kmart, and Vince McMahon was like, Oh, Jesus Christ, he has a deal with Kmart, and now we're going to turn him heel? So, Kmart is to blame for Cena not turning heel. During a meeting once, Vince had a huge smile on his... What's that? Fuck you, Kmart. Yeah. During a meeting once, Vince had a huge smile on his face, and he tells everyone that, I know you wanted John Cena as a heel for a long time, but we just can't turn him heel, and that was the end of that. <laughs> what are the odds yeah. that I have a segment called the Blue Light Special and a story about Kmart breaks? <laughs> anyway. The alternative. I'm surprised it wasn't verbal ship hosting like the rest of the segments. <laughs> that was a legit quote from Kevin Eck. <laughs> I don't know. That sounded like a ship post to me. I mean, a shit post from Kevin Eck. <laughs> alternative facts. This is, this is stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, eCommerce.fiverr.com. Uh, 
NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu, WindrowGottaSpeaks.DropWhatYou'reDoing.You Listen, JT actually sent G his stuff.truth, PraiseBeGender.ca, If Riot Dies, We Daryl.Melmac, PoonslayerJT is. Sint. CJ. CT. Fuck. CTJ. You said backward properly. Can you send him back to the fourth dimension? CTJ Ray Al Snoop. Joe is guardian. Raiders conspiracy. Digital copy. Finn. Gene Simmons. Owns. Everything. Keep G high. GoFundG.com. Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling except for the wrestling he kind of sort of watched at glitterowlbeardedlandshark.org. This segment oh, yeah. needs, this segment needs more Barkley.turrible. <laughs> That's how it's written. Uh, yes, everybody cares about this section. Exclamation point. Cheap and slightly more expensive heat emporium, cheapheat.com, and our friends at Spatula City. Spatula City! Spatula City! Friendly reminder of some stupid shit you don't care about in the first place. We've already kind of gone through this a little bit, but everybody believe the 205 live effect. Many of the other wrestlers scheduled to compete at WWE TLC are getting medical testing out of fear they may have contracted what Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas have, which is still alleged or believed to be viral meningitis. Jojo Offerman's mother is none too pleased that it was reported that her daughter was potentially being kept off of the road due to exposure to viral meningitis. Wrestling Observer Newsletter says viral meningitis is unhappy with its position in the company. <laughs> that from Dion the Socialist on Reddit. Kevin Owens left the South American tour for unavoidable personal reasons. Saith WWE, Kevin Owens left Buenos Aires today and will not appear at the remaining live events in Argentina and Chile this weekend. Via social media, Kevin Owens revealed why he left the South American tour. I'm not sick. I'm not hurt. My family needed me at home. I really expected more jokes about Kevin Owens and Chili to be like a thing, but <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah. AJ Styles did miss a house show on Thursday, apparently due to food poisoning. With the aforementioned Owens and AJ Styles off of the South American tour, Triple H packed his bags and flew to Santiago, Chile to wrestle on that show's house, uh, that house show card. Great. It's an international shuffler. Yes. <laughs> What a shame they don't have any Chilean talent for him to bury. Oh, I'm sure I can dig some up. <laughs> <laughs> and put him back down. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle is replacing Roman Reigns at TLC on Sunday. Roman is out due to, quote, medical reasons. I don't wish ill will on Roman Reigns, but I'm glad Joe Anoa'i is sick. Not just, just not Roman Reigns the character. Shit post. <laughs> By Bama Banana on Reddit. <laughs> uh, WWE officials are now denying that Nia Jax was given a leave of absence, and if she winds up working the European tour, they're going to act like she never left at all. Nia Jax is now reportedly just resting up for the European tour, and reports that she left because she's unhappy are, quote, overblown. Neville is reportedly, quote, 100% gone from WWE, despite their denials to the contrary. According to Dave Meltzer, he's got to work out the release and what terms they give him for his release and everything like that. I don't know anything new on that, and I don't know anything new on that more than that. And he's happy. How about that? He's a happy man. <laughs> it's a no real quote. I love it. I don't know why, but that just sounds creepy. <laughs> 
I can't believe they gave me that shitty fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Nobody's gonna buy that fucking shirt. I didn't get on the DVD for WrestleMania. Fuck this, I'm gone. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Guy here. Australia for God. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I don't fucking know. <sighs> yeah, your, your, your Jordy accent needs to be, uh... <laughs> That's not a shirt. This is a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I see you've played shirty spoony before. <laughs> ah. But what else upset him? <laughs> One additional thing that may have irritated Neville enough to leave is learning Austin Aries made more over a six-week stretch after leaving WWE than he did while having to travel less than a WWE performer does. <laughs> Plus three bananas. Yeah. I guess remember I did the entire show in a British accent once? <laughs> no. Probably blocking that out. <laughs> Probably. Mark wasn't here, so I, I replaced Mark. <laughs> oh, I missed it. I don't, I don't listen to their show as I miss. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't do the whole two hours in that Probably episode. not. I, I think... just remember you reading the news of Stone Cold. Yeah, I did that yeah, once. Yeah, because we were we were out. It was just you, me, and, and, and Joe that that episode. <laughs> and I want, and that was uh, I was when I was in, up in the Thousand Islands, and I wanted JD Hogan it. Fucking, I couldn't because <laughs> some fucking lady kept trying to listen into my conversation. Kept going to the bathroom. Was like, what the fuck? Leave me alone, lady. I'm <laughs> on one line in the FBI on the other. <laughs> this is weird, fucking ginger guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking. He's swearing in the pavilion. <laughs> Can you stop swearing? I got kids over here. <laughs> you swear again, I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> you know the amazing thing is, we still have a bunch of guys left to leave. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, including some that were actually just fired, such as <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, and what should come as a, as a surprise to no one, since his firing from WWE, Jimmy Jacobs is booked for CCW on November 11th and beyond wrestling's hashtag unprofessional on November 12th. Seems like he'll be just fine on the indies again. He actually showed up at Russell Circus in Austin the other night mm. and called out Sammy Callahan, which by all accounts was a really cool moment. I know at one point he said, I think this is almost right, for the last two and a half years, I've been writing promos for guys who couldn't hold my microphone, and everybody's like, oh, God. So, uh, go, Jimmy. <laughs> ah, where are we? Tom Phillips got his time off from SmackDown to get married and go on his honeymoon. Guess girls really love being fucked in the face. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. <laughs> Totally forgot about that. That's awesome. It just me Michael Cole from SmackDown for like a month. <laughs> Where's JBL when you need him? We need his bullying now more than ever. <laughs> well, he said he'd he'd be on SmackDown for a couple of weeks while Tom Phillips is on assignment. Yeah, they Look said that. And I don't want to, if he's getting married, can't they just say that? Do they have to bullshit? Yeah, it's so a face fucking like, assignment. Congrats, Tom Phillips. Enjoy. <laughs> it's a face fucking assignment. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> How many faces you can fucking two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> On a recent episode, apparently missed all of that, so I have no <laughs> idea what you're referencing. <laughs> they sent some chick like a text about wanting to like face fucker or her to 
some shit like that. He, he wanted like, to oh, fuck her face. Yeah. 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 Oh, like like the chick who had the sign that said that for Finn Balor? Yeah. Going after yeah. the same. Okay. She's okay. my favorite fan. <laughs> <laughs> she seems awesome. <laughs> but yeah, basically, he sent that to a woman and then it got out, and uh, and Corey Graves made jokes about it on NXT or 205 Live that no one saw. <laughs> yeah. On a recent episode of Busted Open Radio, Bully Ray confirmed his retirement from pro wrestling. Ah, but there's more. Mark Briscoe's... Okay. Mark Briscoe's dislocated elbow is going to put him out of action 8 to 10 weeks. Ring of Honor is doing major rewrites to this week's TV tapings as a result, and this uh, as a result of this, and because Will Ospreay had to fly home due to a family emergency. That was a twofer. A twofer on that one. Yep. But there's even more people leaving. What the fuck? <laughs> Taryn Terrell is no longer participating in Bound for Glory. As it turns out, the Impact... Uh, it turns out that Impact Wrestling have announced they have parted ways with Taryn. At I am Taryn Terrell and hashtag Impact are mutually parting ways. Taryn would like to pursue other career options and she has our full support. We wish Taryn well in whatever she does next. What the fuck? I know! Back for like two weeks. Tiffany returned Tiffany return confirmed. And it's hilarious. TNA can't even afford to wish people well in their future endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever they do. They can't afford the word endeavors. They have to whatever she does next. Whatever she does after what she does next. Whatever she does after what she does next, fuck her. <laughs> she, she left TNA because she became a born-again Christian and didn't want to dress up like a slut anymore. And then she came back in very skimpy outfits, and now she's left again. Did she re rediscover God? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what the fuck is happening there. But hey, whatever she does next, great. Good for her. And whatever she does after that, we don't fucking care. WWE issues correction. Kayfabe news still not funny, according to The Onion. That from Suge Knight AMA on Reddit. I hope that's the real Suge Knight. <laughs> that would be yeah, great, wouldn't it? Anything, find out. <laughs> Jinder versus Lesnar. Wow. Nobody.com. <laughs> Apparently, Survivor Series is going to push the concept of Raw and SmackDown fighting for bragging rights over whoever, over who is better. <laughs> Wait, let me try this again. Apparently, Survivor Series is going to push the concept of Raw and SmackDown fighting for bragging rights over who is better hard. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't, I, I copy paste, but I, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I get what I, he's trying to say, but, meant, but it's, you can't read that in the way they intended it to be read. Exactly, uh, which coincidentally was the name of a pay-per-view for the split roster crossover matches in 2009 to 2010. Yeah, and SmackDown won both. I thought they fought for momentum. No, they fought for an actual trophy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was an actual trophy in that. Yep. Oh. I remember, I remember because Teddy Long, it was the Teddy Long orgasm match because like it was tagged, it was a multiple man tag match. So when um, they won, he, I remember he bragged about both winning both times. When they won the trophy, like did they hand it over to Vince McMahon or? Uh, it was kayfabe, so they handed it over to Teddy Long, who was the kayfabe owner of SmackDown. Right. 
He had it in his office where he was like, this is the tag team championship. <laughs> no, he, he left because he got typhoid, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, just, just checking. <laughs> the belief backstage is that Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal at Survivor Series is just a way station for Lesnar to have something to do on his way to facing Finn Balor at the Royal Rumble and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 34 next year. I was with that statement until Roman Reigns' name came up. <laughs> well, that's, that's been where they've been going for years. Yeah, awful. I know. If last year Plus, he retired The Undertaker. Well, this year he retired The Undertaker. Next year he's retiring Brock Lesnar. That's the spirit. Wrestling Observer <laughs> Newsletter says that WWE scraps Reigns versus, Reigns versus Lesnar for WrestleMania 34 after one fan on, said it, on Reddit said no. <laughs> Uh, that from Just a Tribute CC on Reddit, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> WWE went to great lengths to hide Kane's return on Raw. None of the talent were told he was coming, he didn't fly into Portland, but into a different city, and drove, and was kept out of sight the entire time until his appearance on TV. I, I thought he could teleport. I thought he just appeared under the ring. Yeah. I mean, this is just killing kayfabe for me now. <laughs> Samoa Joe was considered as the fifth man for Miz's TLC team until WWE went with Kane. Joe is still ready to return at any time. I forgot Joe existed until about three weeks ago. How come? I didn't even notice he wasn't there. Yeah, same but here. I, mean, I completely what, what, forgot he was injured. Yeah. What reminded you, though, three weeks ago? I don't even remember. I just was like, what the fuck is Samoa Joe? I remembered he existed on uh, during Raw on Monday because somebody had posted that they expected the fifth man to be Joe. And I'm like, oh yeah, Samoa Joe worked here. <laughs> I think that was, I just wondered where Samoa Joe was because I completely forgot he worked there and then I forgot he was injured. Well, here, here's the hypothetical then. He shows up tonight. Why? Why would he... What would make sense is if he did squash I Kurt, I, I, squash Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess I could would, do that. That'd be that cool, would, actually. That would work. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be the one to end Asuka's undefeated streak. Oh. <laughs> Does she reveal herself as one of the ninjas? <laughs> <laughs> that was Kyrie saying. Okay. No, she's a pirate. No, she was yeah, a ninja in Lucha Underground. Oh, okay. That was a real thing. We got, a, we got exclusive t footage from GTV to show you. <laughs> Go back to the agent. Be awesome. She's revealed as one of the ninjas, and then TNA sues. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Chicken shit heel, white meat baby face, doesn't matter. I'll eat them all, says Kev uh, Kevin Steen Engine Owens. That from Paul Heyman's ponytail on Reddit. Steam Engine is a brilliant nickname. <laughs> it appears Jim Ross will be renewing his Axis contract to do commentary for New Japan Pro Wrestling for another year. Uh... <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> maybe by the end of the year he'll have learned their names. Maybe, maybe. Stuff. I thought yeah, that was interesting. The more he watches, the more he'll learn. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of not learning, <laughs> Brie Bella is targeting an early 2018 return to the ring. Why? 
because it's they got, ha- it's got the two levels, right? It's got obviously like what happened with this last uh, announcing gig, which was awful. Um, I was more the, about Brie Bella would say <laughs> Well, that, that that too, but it's also this makes him like the second announcer that has like crossover contracts, I guess. Because Morrow came back, and then now, oh, interesting. I don't hmm. know if Jr. is still in any kind of contract with WWE. Well, I haven't heard anything otherwise. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. It was supposed to be like the occasional event was what they said way back when he uh, came back for Mania. And then I haven't well, heard he did anything. The, uh, the women's classic thing, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess he's still under contract with them. Like piecemeal or something. I don't know. <laughs> WWE is trying to develop two new shows for broadcast television. A reality show centered around The Miz and Maurice, which would be similar to Total Bellas, which is heavily centered around the relationships of Nikki Bella and John Cena, and Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan. The new series would focus on Miz and Maurice's in-ring activities as well as their personal lives as a married couple expecting a child while living in Hollywood. Dolph Ziggler, who is a close friend of the couple, would likely be a regular on the show. I was with you until you said Dolph Ziggler would be on the show. This week, Dolph Ziggler reveals to Miz his newest gimmick idea. <laughs> sure. A reality show... The same promo, like, for everything he does in life. <laughs> you know? I get yours just better than everybody. They haven't appreciated the way I poured into this class. Like, <laughs> he goes to KFC and he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me I can't have a whole bucket of chicken. Yeah. Uh, The other one, a reality show centered around finding a new female WWE star. The idea would be that all the women competitors on the show would hit the road with WWE on uh, on a bus with weekly competitions and eliminations, with one woman being crowned the winner and earning a a WWE contract. The idea is something similar to the old Tough Enough and Diva Search concepts. Yeah, I think that is just Diva Search. Basically. I, I heard uh, they were going to have, like, elements of the original NXT format in there, too. No, we've been hearing about the return of the Diva set for a few years now. Yeah, that's true. With her match at WWE TLC 2017 on Sunday, Mickie James, the old lady, will be the only woman in company history to have fought for every version... old enough. <laughs> <laughs> ...is old enough to fought for every version of the women's title uh, the WWE has had, the WWE Women's Championship, the WWE Divas Championship, the NXT Women's Championship, and the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'd like to wish you a correction. She did never. She never wrestled for the latest championship of the night. I well, I was gonna say the exact same thing. She never wrestled for that, and she never wrestled for the uh, the women's championship that Alundra Blaze threw in the trash on Monday Nitro. She's wrestled for every version since the like every Attitude Era one. Era WWE title, I guess. Is yeah, yeah. Guess well, it, it came from accurate. them. Like that's a trust statement from them. So yeah. you know. Yeah. They're they're working their magic around logic and history that way. Of course, accurate. You guys are spot on though. Yeah, definitely. Well, technically, it was a WWF. Or technically, <laughs> we don't expect you to remember three minutes ago. Well, I was reading. I was reading the the thing, and it's like, no, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm an average but, fuck. But on, on, at the same token, like at least they're acknowledging something, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat to bring that up that she's wrestled for like all of these titles. Mm-hmm. She's the only yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's kind of uh, 
the thinking I had. I would hope they bell her or at least talk about that during the pay-per-view because that would be smart. Especially about that idea you guys were talking about um, a couple weeks ago with the women's revolution and then what Drow talked about earlier about that possible Emma thing. Mm-hmm. They, they really could like play off his stuff without doing very much and build up their division mm-hmm. quite, in, in a way that I think would be like a lot more classy than, than they take advantage of. But well, it is what it is. We'll see what they do. Well, you guys, well, JT never watching Walking Dead, but, you know. <laughs> how, how old is Mickey James again? 38. 38. Oh, okay. It's just uh, uh, one of the jokes from a few weeks ago was Alicia Fox put, like, depends and things in mm-hmm. her dressing room, but Alicia's 31. So. <laughs> she's only 31? Wow. She's yeah, much. but she's just been so there long. for, like, 50 years. Yeah. She was very young when she started then. <laughs> She would have been 21, and Mickey James would have been 28 when when uh, Alicia Fox no, started. Mickey James w. would have been old. Yeah, she was she was already old when when Alicia <laughs> Fox started. Anyway, I'm an average fuck that doesn't draw a dime and had no chance of being a main eventer in WWE. But Roman Reigns is a drug addict. Too sweet, me marks. Please, Mark fans, love me. Say I'm more than a Walmart Randy Orton. Cody, I wouldn't even wrestle in TNA if it wasn't by. I would I, I wouldn't even uh-huh. wrestle in TNA if it wasn't by my father's name Rhodes. <laughs> that from Barack Lesnar on, uh, on Reddit. Well, yeah, I don't know what that's about, but it, yeah, it's just not funny. Um I think it comes from Roman giving an interview where he just basically shot on the young folks. Yeah. I love the idea of a Walmart Randy Orton. Uh, <laughs> something about that. <laughs> bunch of my friends put up a picture of uh, they were outside of a concert venue last night throwing up the two sweet sign and I'm like I'm like you guys are all going to get cease and desist mark uh, cease and desist letters from WWE you indie marks <laughs> African wrestling star Power Udi was arrested after his wife unexpectedly passed away and the police police believe there are contradictions between what, when he said she passed and when it was reported Apparently, instead of taking her to the hospital or calling for medical help when he found her dead, he went to a church to seek spiritual guidance instead. It's normal police routine in investigation. If there is A, a need to do an autopsy, and no, if it was a natural or not natural death, Mr. Udi has to be present. And finally, our preview for Total Bellas, The Wrong Move. An injury in the ring puts AJ's WrestleMania tag team match with Kurt Angle at risk. Alicia Fox makes everyone take a DNA test, and the results are shocking. Uh, they replaced the cast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we have a reality show with Kurt Angle and his black son? <laughs> oh, my boy. <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, I guess they can't do it because of the turn, but... It's not like that stopped them making Y2AJ shirts for two weeks. This is true. It was one week. They got the shirt and then he turned. Fucking uh, uh. corporate bastards. Hey, make money however you can. It's the same company in the last year. It's been selling like Suplex City shirts when he doesn't appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve sell- Austin shirts when he doesn't appear. Mm-hmm. They sell like 50 different styles because everyone wants one that has their state on it. People the, keep buying it, man. The band I Prevail was in Niagara Falls last week, and Brian was working the show and sent me a picture of their merch booth, and it was all just like 
recycled wrestling merch with I Prevail written on it instead of whatever was supposed to be on it. So there was like a Stone Cold t-shirt and there was like a WrestleMania t-shirt. It's like, God damn, you think these guys are wrestling fans? Their stage set was a wrestling ring? <laughs> God damn. How long till WWE sends them a cease and desist for using their uh, graphics, basically? I'm sure they change it just enough. I'm sure. It's parody. It's fair use. Anyway, whatever. I think parody ends when profit begins. I don't know, man. Weird Al Yankovic's well, been... Fair use ends when profit begins. I'd say Weird Al Yankovic's been uh, pretty profitable over the last 30, so, uh, 30 plus years. Hell, he just got he just got ninety bucks from me this week. Going to his concert in March. Cost a lot of money these days. You spent ninety dollars on an album. No, no, I'm concert tickets. Oh, yeah, going to see Weird Al in March. Anyway, let's get out of here because, like, I got people coming. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta. I got somebody coming to pick up some concert tickets, so I probably should be done by the time he gets here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for at random redhead at G of the internet at uh, book junkie, Jaina at Mark underscore noise at L generico. I am at think so Joe. This is at board wrestling fan. That's board wrestling fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash board wrestling fan. You can follow, you can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on BoardWrestlingFan.com and download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, Cheap Heat, Blueberry, PodDirectory.com, wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week for episode 300. Holy fuck, 300! Next week, we dine in hell. <laughs> next week's our masturbatory episode has been titled by G. I already came. <laughs> <laughs> Kane was there too. <laughs>